Hi, I'm Javis Lewis and in this video I'm going to show you how to write your own input routine in Commodore BASIC. You may want to do that because the built-in input routine in the Commodore 64 and the Plus 4 and the 128 and all the Commodore models is, um, well I wouldn't say flawed, but the issue with it is that it allows every character on the keyboard to be pressed and to be input. And it is then up to our program to figure out, well, was that valid input or not. But the issue with that is if you uh, have something like this, input A string then the only thing you get is a question mark with a flashy cursor and now I can type anything. So I can type numbers, I can type strings, I can even use the cursor keys. And that is really not what you want a user to do. I mean, cursor keys is one of those things you may want to restrict movement to that. You may want to restrict input on special characters like this because our program, if it's expecting a text input, may not be able to handle that. So uh, I'm getting some weird error messages here, extra ignored, but at the same time, imagine I'm requesting a number input and I'd say input A instead of input A string, then I could still type a string value in and then I'm getting another error message here, redo from start. So that's, you know, th there has to be a better way of doing that. And uh, of course there is by using our own input routine. So I'm using the plus four emulator here on Vice because I think he doesn't get enough screen time. But what I'm going to show you here is going to work on the Commodore 64 as well as the 128 and of course all the other Commodore models. So let me type new to start a brand new program here. And what I'm trying to do is have something that emulates a bit like a Unix terminal. So I'd like to print something like this and uh, ignore the flashy cursor. So imagine the flashy cursor isn't there and that's my input. And as soon as somebody types something, I would like for that to say you know, something like hello and then followed by this character again. So every time I type a character, I want this, this little underscore thing to be printed out. And uh, of course, I'd like to be able to use the backspace key to, for the user to make improvements, but that is pretty much all I want. And I need to handle the backspace key, the return key, and the space key. But other than that, I only want to allow alpha characters, so A to Z to be typed in. No numbers, no special characters. And of course, once we've built that template, you can then amend that to accept all types of other characters, such as numbers, if your program can handle that. Or you can accept only numbers and no alpha characters, if you wish. So let's see how we can make that happen. So in line 10, I'm going to start by defining a string and setting it to zero or to, to nothing. So let's, let's call it W string and set it to basically nothing. And I'm doing that so that this will be the resulting input string of whatever our user types in. So in line 20, I'm going to go and print out our Unix prompt. So that's this thing here, the greater than sign followed by the underscore. So I'll go print uh, the greater than sign and the underscore is is actually hiding uh, on the at key so it's the Commodore with the at key together Commodore key and the at key gives that uh, Commodore and P together gives a slightly chunkier version so see which one you prefer but you can use any kind of character that you want here so the reverse space looks quite nice that's just the, the big square block perhaps we'll do that at the end of the video just to shake things up a little bit
Very important, at the end of this line, we need to print out that semicolon character so that anything that gets printed behind that literally gets pr printed behind that last character rather than on a new line. If I leave that out, then the next print statement would print something on a new line, and we don't want that. We want our character or whatever we want to do at right at the end of this. In line 30, I'm going to go and grab some text input. So in our case, we'll use to be compatible with all the systems. We're going to use the get command, so get a string, and we'll say if a string is in fact nothing, then go back to line 30. If you're on the plus four and the 128, you could also use the get key command. So get key a string will do exactly the same as what we've just done in line 30. Then just a bit of. Uh, random knowledge in case you are developing for the plus 40 or the 128 you can totally do that in line 40 i'm going to convert a string into a and a will be the ascii value of a string and i'm doing that just so that i can now query a single number rather than having to query is a string chr string 30 or 13 so that we can handle a numeric value there much easier so I said I'm going to handle a few keys separately, and I'm going to come to that in a moment. For now, let's see what we need to do, perhaps in line 100. Uh, we will say if A is smaller than 65 or A is larger than 90, then it means we have a character that we don't want, which is 65... Uh, the ASCII character 65 is the A key and the ASCII character for 90 is the Z key so anything in between will be alpha characters but anything below that will be something we don't want and anything above that is also something we don't want currently so I'm going to say if it is smaller or larger then I'm going to go back to line 30 and request another character and not print anything out so that's kind of the, the beef of our routine here in line 110, I'm also need to going to print that character out, of course, so that we get some visual feedback. And uh, I can't just print it out because otherwise what will happen is, uh, is if this is my input routine and technically my cursor is now here and I'm going to ask people to type something in. If I print a character out, then it'll appear here. So what I really want to do is I want to go and print the backspace key, then print our character and then print another one of my special prompt characters out. And I want to do that for every character so that the user has the notion that, hey, I'm being prompted for more input here. So let's do that in 910. We're going to go and print chr string 20, which is the character string for the backspace key. By the way, if you ever have a question about character string values, there's two things you can do. One is you can grab a funky manual like this, and they all have the ASCII and character string codes in the back. So you'll always know what character is what ASCII number and vice versa, including the special characters and the graphic characters and space keys and return keys and so forth. So all the user guides have that in the back. You can either find a shady PDF or you can find one of those original guides on eBay. Perhaps if you bought a computer, it may have come with one. So all of those work like that. So I've got the plus four guide here as well. I've got the 128 guide and they all, they all have these characters in there. But there's something else that you can do if you don't have a guide handy. You can always say there's these two versions. There's the ASCII and CHR string. So you can always, if you want to know what ASCII value the letter A has, you can always say print the ASCII key value, so ASC, of the letter A, for example. 
and that'll give you number 65. And then the reverse of that is in fact the character string function. So you can also say then print chr string of 65, which will then print the letter A. So that's how these two functions are connected. And of course, we're gonna make full use of them in our little routine here. So in line 110, I'm saying print the backspace character and then I'm going to print a semicolon and then I'm going to print our A string character and then I'm going to print another one of my special prompt characters. So then I'm going to go and print another one of these and a semicolon. So that is how I'm going to print out characters. Going back, character and another prompt. And then I'm more or less done. Uh, let's see if I add line 120. I'm just going to go back to line 30 and grab another character. See what we have so far. See if this is actually working, shall we? If I run this, then I'm getting my prompt character. So I guess what I would like to do is I'm going to print a space here at the beginning of the program so that we have a little bit of space there separating my run command and my keyboard input command. So let's see, I can indeed type in the, all the numeric characters here. That's very exciting. But I can't type any of the numbers or any of the special characters, or in fact the backspace key or the space key or the return key. So there's currently no way to, to stop my input here. But all the alpha characters are working and visually this looks fine and I'm kind of, I, I understand that after the V that will be my next character and it is indeed um, working that way. Okay, so that's cool. Let's uh, let's see what else we can do here. So first I said in line five, I'm gonna just go and print an empty line out so that we get that little separation there. The next thing we need to do is handle a few keys then, of course. Uh, so the first thing, I guess, we can do it in line 50 going forward. If my A character, the, my, my, my ASCII value of the character that's just been typed in is 13, then we will handle that in perhaps line 200. And I'm going to make myself a little note here. That is namely the return key. There. So character string 13 is the return key. And that will, of course, then stop our input. In line 60, I'm also going to say if A happens to be 32, which I believe is the ASCII character for space. Don't quote me on that. I can, of course, look this up. Uh, space is indeed 32. Hey, we have a winner. Then I don't really need to do anything special. I just need to skip the line that rejects that. So because 32 is smaller than 65, it'll be rejected, much like uh, the return character. So all I need to do then is go to line 110, and that'll be the space key. Let's see if those two things are working so far. Well, in, in line 200, I need to, of course, define that. Otherwise, I'm going to get an undefined statement error here. So uh, let's see. Uh, space works. That's cool. And uh, this is nice. That works as well. Uh, but the backspace key isn't working. The return key is working. But it'll just end my program. So let's see what happened here. I I see that my program has ended, so the return key is in fact ending my input routine, that's cool, but I still see that my prompt character is kind of lurking around here, and of course nothing else is happening, so we can't really handle anything like that. But 200 is the way to start my return uh, procedure, so handle return. 
handle is of course misspelled I don't like that there we go so inline 210 let's get rid of that lurking around character here first by just printing out another character string whoops uh, print chr string 20 to get rid of that but also what we do and what we haven't quite done before is we want to probably handle whatever the user typed in and so in that case I'm going to go and say uh, I'm just print an empty line and say you typed followed by the actual phrase that we've typed so w string in that case and then in line 230 I'm going to end my program now the issue with w string is we're not actually assembling that string as we go along uh, which is something that we would of course need to do so uh, after we've printed the character here in line 110 i guess we should also add it to our word string here w string so i'll do that in line 115 where i'm going to say w string equals w string plus a string and that's really all we need to do there and then this is our full listing so far Let's see if it works. Hello, I must be going. And as soon as I, I still can't do that, but I can press the space key as we saw. And as soon as I print the, press the return key, I say, hello, I must be going. So that's cool, that, that works. And we see that the other, the prompt character is no longer lurking around here. So that's good. And it looks like what we now have in W string is the full phrase and we can handle that. This is awesome. No exclamation mark allowed. I could perhaps handle that separately if I wanted to allow that, but you know, it'll just confuse my program. So I'm thinking of an input routine here for something like an adventure game where you can type something like pick up the ax and go north. And you wouldn't wanna have an exclamation mark in there that would just confuse the issue. So that's that, that kind of works, this is good. But uh, now let's handle, so we handle the space key, we handle the return key, now let's handle the backspace key. So let's quickly see what we would need to do here. So the prompt character still looks like that. And yes, of course, it's a syntax error. Sorry about that. I should. I meant to press Shift Return here so that you don't that you don't try and interpret that, my dear computer. So what is happening here is that this is where my actual cursor is, and maybe I've typed the character that is wrong here. That would then be followed by another one of these. So what I want to do is, in order to handle the backspace key, I need to go back, print my character, and then I'm going to print out this thing again. And at the same time also, what I need to do is with the backspace key, I need to now go back two spaces because I want to erase the character that I've just typed. And at the same time, I also need to take care of my W string, which will need to be reduced by one character. So let's see how we can handle that. So I said that in line, oh, currently I'm not handling that. So in line 70, let's first of all say, if A is in fact 20, which is then character string 20, then I'm gonna to go to line 300 and handle that. So I'm gonna go uh, backspace here. So line 300. I'll say handle backspace. And then in line 310, first of all, I'm gonna print out that character string 20 to go back one space. And now I'm gonna to have to go and, well, actually put a print in front of that, don't I? So like that, 
print character string 20 and then I'm gonna print that again. So print 20 again. So I need to go back two spaces to remove the prompt as well as the last character that I've printed. Uh, and that should be that followed by, of course, my new prompt character. That's the visual stuff taken care of. Now in line 320, I need to take care of W string. So if I, if say my character has got 10 strings in it already and I'm pressing the backspace key, then I want my character now to have nine items in it, so nine strings in it, which is of course the length of my string minus one. So I can make use of two string functions that are built into Commodore Basic. One is a left string and one is the length of a character. So I'm gonna want, I want my W string to be the left string of W string and it'll be the, the length of W string minus one. So I'm gonna say length of W string minus one. And that should take care of that. Does that make sense? It'll ask, hey, how long are you, W string? And uh, take one off that. So it'll, in my case, if it was 10 characters, now it's nine characters. And it'll be the left nine characters of that, which means it's exactly what I want. It's my whole string minus one. In line 330, all I need to then do is go back to line 30 and request another character. And then we should be golden. Let's see if I'm right. This is something obviously that needs uh, that request. Oh, syntax error in three turn. That's, that's, that's not a good start because that is when I just pressed my return key. So uh, list 310, Let's see what happens here. This is kind of nice because I can see the error that I've made here. It's, a, it's got a colon in here where it shouldn't be, but uh, there is something that the plus four and the 128 has built in. And that is a kind of a helper method that if I've typed a mistake here, and it's kind of good that I'm showing this on the plus four, you can identify where exactly the mistake is happening. And that command, funny enough, is called help. So what this means is when the line is flashing is that means that whatever is not flashing is okay up to that point, but then he starts interpreting something and that's somewhere where the error is. So he doesn't exactly tell you where exactly the error is, but he can. we can certainly tell you that print colon has been executed properly, but after that it has an issue. So perhaps we'll talk about error handling in Commodore Basic another time, but this is another good way to find out what, what was the issue. So in, in my case, the issue was in fact that uh, I shouldn't have put a colon here in the first place because all I want to do is print the character string. And that looks much better. So this line is going to flash forever now because you can do that by setting a bit somewhere that's the flashing bit and it's one of those things. Let's see, let's see what happens when we just run this again. So hello, I must be going. Backspace key is working. Uh, I would say must be off, for example. That's cool. Hello, I must be off. That's good. And it seems to work and the length of that is fine. So if we if we check in with the, uh, the length of W string now, uh, we will see 19 characters, which is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Great. It's a good way to check this because sometimes if you don't handle this properly, then anytime you press the backspace key, it'll just be added as one single character to the whole string thing, and we don't want to do that. 
Great, anyway, that is what, uh, that's what our routine now looks like. And it'll only request the characters that you want to allow. So no numbers, no special characters, no cursor keys also. That's the other thing. Oh yeah, there's one thing that we haven't handled yet. And that is also in association with the backspace key. So if I press, if I type hello, and then I press the backspace key to get rid of hello, what happens if I press the backspace key again is of course that my prompt would be deleted and I'm ending up with an error message. So there's one final thing that we need to do in order for that not to happen. And that is, of course, I can check the length of the character, my W string string. And if that is zero already, then I do, do not want to allow a backspace to be pressed. So I can do that in line 305. And I'll just say if the length of W string is in fact zero already, which means uh, right when I started, then I don't want to allow a backspace character and I'm just going to go back to line 30 and request another character. See if it works. I type hello, I do this, and at some point I go back to my, my prompt and nothing can happen there. Perfect. Now I can just press uh, return and I can even handle if W string is empty, then don't say you type, then you type nothing, I could say, for example. Uh, let me show you how to do that. Um, that would be in line 215, I could say if W string at that point is empty, then I can print and print you typed nothing. And then I guess I could go back to 30 and request another character instead, or in fact, go back and, uh, and run the program again, or just, you know, or end the program, whatever I want to do. Let's see if it works. I type nothing, you type nothing, program ends, perfect. Or you say, hello, you typed hello. So that is how our customized input routine works. Here's the code, I'm also gonna put it into the description and I may also write an article and put that on my website as well. So thank you very much for watching, have fun designing your own input routines and if you have any questions, please let me know, perhaps we can work it all out. And also see if you can amend this listing so that you can accept numeric values as well as alphanumeric values or just numeric values, whatever your program needs. Thank you so much for watching. If you like this video, then of course, please share it with friends, family and total strangers. And don't forget to subscribe to my channel. Take care. I will see you next time. Bye bye.